Welcome to Northside Community Church. We believe that our mission is to impact the community in a positive way by speaking and living out the good news of Jesus. We hope that you'll enjoy this message today. The reason I want to call this Kitchen Talk is because uh, I'm going to take a seat and I just want us to talk like we're having a coffee in the kitchen, right? Because I've got some stuff that we need to say and, um, and I think it's important that we, that we just share it so we all know what's going on. I've actually got 10 things to tell you. So pray that I don't take three minutes for each because otherwise it'd be a big problem. Um, so first thing I wanted to mention was this poster up here. And you might think to yourself, why do we have these posters up on the stage, right? And here it is up on the screen as well. This is First Peter 4, verse 7 to 11, which is a key text that we want to focus on for our church for this year for Northside. So can I ask you, we've talked about this before and we'll keep talking about it during the year, let yourself meditate on this scripture, read it over and really understand what it means. And we've got this poster around the place and have a, have a look at the little commentary we've put on it. But First Peter 4, 7 to 11 says, the end of all things is near, so understand the time that we live. Therefore be alert and a sober mind that you might pray. Above all, love each other deeply because love covers a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. That's something we want to do at Northside. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others. And I, the key word there for me is whatever. Whatever gift God has given you, whatever you can do, use it to serve others. Uh, where are we up to? Uh, as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of, of God. So that means like, you know, just in our conversations, when we go out, by the way, it's said that we're having um, lunch, but sorry, lunch, lunch is not happening today because we've got Mother's Day, next, just a coffee, all right? So while you're having a coffee and you're speaking to someone, think, I'm speaking the very words of God. God's spirit is working in me and I can, I'm actually able to impart something to other people. We speak the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength that God provides. Sometimes we get weary in serving, don't we? But the strength that God provides us to serve so that in all things, God might be praised through Jesus Christ. To him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. So can I ask you just to, really focus on that read it often and um, and think about it and uh, that's just a key scripture for what we're doing on the other side we've got um, our distinctives what we've called them uh, for our church that we want to be authentic generous family and community they're really important things yeah um, so I just wanted to remind you of that. Warren's just outside. He spoke to me a, a moment ago and um, and he lost his sister during the week so um, I wanted to sh- oh Auntie, sorry. So give Warren a hug when uh, when you get out and have a coffee and, and just bless him. And yeah, we're praying for you, Warren. Good on your mind. Um, I have a, uh, a bunch of other things to, to mention. So um, this week, um, we had a new staff member start, and it's Natalie, and she started working for us doing admin. Yeah, give her a hand. She's awesome. Look at her. She's hiding up. Hey, now, would you stand up? Stand up, come on. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> That's going to do one, possibly two days a week uh, in admin. So just with the changes that we've got, there's, you, you can't imagine how much admin and stuff there is to, to complete in the church and get stuff done and all the things that we see and enjoy and we just think they happen automatically. But it really takes a lot of time. So with uh, myself working um, and the transition that we're going through, it's just a great opportunity for us to do that. So thank you, Nat. And we just really believe that it's not just like a um, coming along to do admin or anything like that, but it's a ministry assignment that, uh, that Nat is taking on and she's going 
going to bless the church um, and work with Sharon, who does an incredible job, as everyone knows, um, does an amazing load of work. If you're wondering, um, so generally speaking, our office days are Tuesday and Thursday. If you're wondering why lately Thursday, if you've come early morning, there's nobody here, we're starting a little bit later because I come after work and catch up with the crew. Uh, so they stay back and, uh, and work till midnight not really um but they do work a lot so um you know um yeah just just want to let you know that that's happening um mel and i were on a break last week and uh we went down to um my daughter's church uh at uh, it's called oasis down in jandicott way and so first of all we missed you guys and second of all i just want to thank you for giving us that opportunity uh to be able to do that and i know that i didn't ask you but uh but i know that uh in your heart you're like yeah that's really good that you can do that I just want to tell you, we're going to do that twice a year because um, for me it's important that we're, um, you know, sure we can we can meet um, family at any time and whatever, but for me it's actually important that we're involved in their church, that we know their friends that they hang out with and stuff like that. So uh, if you will give us the permission to do that, and obviously uh, I think it's great in this church that we've got just a bunch of people that can do all sorts of things and we're not, we don't want to be, a, you know, a church that like, oh, the people get up on the stage and they're the people that do everything. It's like everybody does everything, you know, that's about being a church, that we're all one church and we, we um, gather together and bring our own gifts like we were reading, so um, so I just want to thank you for that. Um, our finance team, I'm busting through these. You, you going all right? Oh, our finance team uh, has met and um, and worked on a few things recently. One of the things is that we uh, have been chatting to. Um, Pastor Teddy in Indonesia, I won't tell the whole story because if you've been around Northside a bit, you know that we have a great association with Pastor Teddy and the Gideon Church in Indonesia, which is many, many churches over there. Um, and we've been uh, working with them. Pastor Hardy and I went uh, last week. Uh, last week. It's, it was a good trip though, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Last year. We went last year. Um, and um, I just asked Pastor Teddy, could you share with me about the different things that they're doing in church planting. Um, what they are doing for church planting over there really inspires me and uh, it's just amazing. They have challenged every church over there to start a new church every year. Um, so they're just like, who can, and it's like, oh, there's a family that lives like a little bit away, bang, church, that's a, that's a new church and they're just starting. And so it's really exciting what they're doing and we want to, uh, I've wanted to to support them in that. I asked um, Pastor Teddy, could you just send us a bit of an idea um, of what's happening right around you right at the moment? And he sent me an email. Um, it's kind of long. If I just skim through some of it, I think you'll get the idea. So he lists out um, nine different people who are doing stuff. Past and I'll say all the names wrong, just don't worry about that. Pastor Rosta, uh, her husband passed away in 2019 and she lives alone. Three months ago, I went to Sumatra and saw her ministry. She has about 15 to 20 people in the church and they have a church building. Pastor Yadi, his ministry is far from his house. Every week he goes as long as six hours on an old motorcycle and he needs a new motorcycle, which I'll talk about in a moment. Um, Pastor Yuli in Kalimantan, she is Pastor Nathan's daughter. After Pastor Nathan passed away, Pastor Yuli became a pastor at the church. Her church members about 25 people. Pastor Ronaldo in Ampel in central Java, uh, this is Teddy speaking, I opened this church last year. First time I opened the ministry with two people and there was one more from another church. Praise the Lord, last month there were three Muslim people came to our ministry because of the sick. 
Now there are five people. I sent Ronaldo to minister there. So Ronaldo's a young guy that's just come out of Bible college. Um, we met him when we were over there. And, uh, and he is single. There's no church building. And he stays at Ampel. And it's about 40 kilometers away from Solo, where Pastor Teddy is. Pastor Bam Bang. Um, I op- <laughs> what a great name um, I opened this ministry about five years ago I prayed for old sick women I love that <laughs> you got to know how Teddy speaks old sick woman I prayed for her um, now, there are, now there are 15 people come every Sunday service I sent Pastor Bam Bam to minister there uh, he stays at Solo with his family. Solo to Boyalali is about 30 kilometers, and there's no church building. Pastor Rico, um, this is Pastor Yusak, who we're also um, involved with. He opened this church several years ago. Um, since last year, they sent Pastor Rico to minister there, and there's seven or eight people. There is a church building, um, and the pastor is married and has uh, a baby. Uh, Karis is still a student at Bible College. He will graduate this year. I will send him to our ministry at, I don't know how to say this, Jumanantono. Do you know that one? I don't know where it is. It's about 25 kilometers from Solo, Teddy says. I opened this ministry two months ago. We started with two families. For the meantime, I serve uh, this church every Friday night. Teddy is, I'm talking, he is a workhorse, right? He, go, he goes, he's like, yeah, I need to open a church. There's no one to minute. I'm just going to go there Friday night and I'll do a Friday night service there. When I spoke to him um, a few weeks back, uh, he'd, fi- he'd just finished four services in their church, right? Four services. Like, I'd be dead. Um, he's just done four services. I said, what are you up to? He goes, oh, I'm going to go and play badminton and then we'll, and then we'll have dinner. Like, <laughs> you're crazy. Um, but um, he works really hard. So they've opened this church. He's up there on Friday nights. Uh, okay, and then Pastor... Um, Tigo in Solo he's Pastor Sinu's son-in-law who we've also met he, he serves in Solo it's about four kilometres from Pastor Sinu's church and Mrs Damaris Rini she's one of the pastors in Sinu's church servants her husband was Pastor Agus he passed away because of COVID-19 now she serves at Karanganya. It's about 10 kilometers from Solo. I read all that out because I just want to let you know that there is just so much going on in terms of church planting and what is happening in Indonesia and we're just really really excited to partner with these guys. So the decision that our finance team made um, a couple of weeks ago is that we would put um, $300 towards uh, the motorbike that this guy's going to buy um, and uh, the church in Indonesia is putting together a little bit and then he's going to get the rest on credit and he'll just pay it off it's his motorbike but uh, we want to support him in that um, so that he has at least a new motorbike and maybe his six hours goes down to five hours or something um, for traveling and we've also committed um, $200 a month um, for the next 12 months towards church planting in an Indian in Indonesia. So that's coming from us. I'm really excited about it. We're going to partner with these guys and just see what God is doing. Um, these, some of the, the pastors that we read out, some of these, they're living on nothing. Like they just, you know, it's like praying and faith and there'll be some food. Um, so if we can help in that way, it's going to be wonderful. So um, you, most of you know um, that, uh, and we don't talk about it a lot, but if you want to give to missions, there is that opportunity. Uh, you can mark it on an envelope for missions and put it in the thing. If you give anything electronically and you want to divert it to missions, just put missions on it, and that's exactly what we use it for. So there's that opportunity to do that. And we'll maybe talk about that in more detail, but I just want to let you know that that's something uh, that has started. Now, next one. This is exciting. Chairs, all right? So there's been some... Look at this. 
I was watching the formula. No, they don't have grid girls anymore. No, it's good. All right. So, uh, many of you know that there has been some loose talk, bit of bit of banter. Wouldn't it be nice if we had ch new chairs in the auditorium? Um, and so, um, our finance team is looking at a few things. We actually tried a couple of different things. We thought we had some free chairs at one stage. That didn't come off. Um, but uh, we are looking uh, with all the smart people like Seb that we've got on. He's been investigating, getting stuff direct from China and cutting out the middleman and working on some deals and whatever. We think we can get some pretty pretty nice chairs. Oh, there's there's a picture of them. Uh, we think we can get some pretty nice chairs for about 50 bucks each. And if you know about buying chairs, that's way cheap, less than half what you would pay retail. Um, so um, a number of people have said, why don't we put in for the chairs and we can all like put in a bit and we can like buy our chair and we can buy a chair for the person that we believe is going to come and, and, and come to Christ at Northside. And I just, I can't hold back the tide anymore because everybody wants to give, all right? So we're going to give you that opportunity to do that. Now, what's the time frame? We don't necessarily have an exact time frame, but what we're going to do, this is, this is great. You know when like when you book your seat on, a, on your, you're going away? Okay, so if you if you put in 50 bucks for a seat, then you can take one of these seats on the plane and it says our next project is taking off soon. That's a pun. <laughs> Pre-book your new seat in our new auditorium. Each seat is $50. Why not buy one for yourself and one for the person that you pray will be sitting beside you soon? Once we reach the goal, we'll fire up the jets and set our course. All right, so um, so we're going to finalise some of that just as it comes in. There's no rush, and we're not saying oh, we need to give, we need to do this or whatever. But if it's in your heart to give to this, and we want to give you the opportunity to cross out a chair, and we're going to put this somewhere. I don't even know where it's going to go. Probably in the foyer somewhere, and uh, we'll work through that. Is that exciting? Yes. Sharon's saying sign language. Three words. Oh, there's two seats sold already. Yeah, don't get confused. These because we're going to get 200 chairs. So we crossed out the excess, and there's. Two, look at this, two red crosses right there, first class. All right? So if you get in quick, you can get first class. And if you do get first class, what you get for that is nothing else. All right? Um, just so as you know, um, that's happening. Hey, we're also working through what I'm calling our great junk project. Okay, so we've got lots and lots of stuff at the church. The church became a bit of a warehouse while we were building this auditorium. So we are working through, and for those people that peek behind the curtains and see what's going on, there's a lot of stuff going on already. If you have anything, I've said this a few times now, this is probably like after this. If you have anything here that either belongs to you or you would be upset if we threw it in the bin... You need to either take it home or speak to Seb about it and say, oh, you are keeping that, aren't you? Okay? Otherwise, all care but no responsibility, right? Because we've got to get a little rid of a lot of stuff. So uh, we're working on the Great Chunk Project. If you've got time to, to help out during the week or something, see Seb because he's uh, got stuff going on all the time. Hey, Anzac Day, we haven't spoken about that. I wanted to, um, first of all, thank everyone that, uh, that got involved and did different things to uh, support our Anzac Day. Um, you know, I... I I, I'm, I'm going to tell you a secret here. I was so nervous about Anzac Day. I, you know, obviously up the front a fair bit and whatever, and sometimes I get a little bit nervous, but I was freaking out like the week before because there was, I felt like there was so much, so much extra pressure because it wasn't just church. It was like we're dealing with the RSL, we've got to get the protocols right. What if we do something that upsets them, you know, and, and, you know, we didn't want to do that. So there was a lot of extra pressure. And I thought, you know, we'll just do it. 
and it's something different. I think I said it's a risk and we'll see what happens and then we'll assess it after that. Well, I think that for me, uh, on what basis do we measure um, whether that was a success or not? For me, the basis that I measure it on is that there were faces in this auditorium that we've never seen before and that potentially would never, ever set foot in our church for anything else. And for me, that's a winner. And, um, and so, I look, I think the service went really well and, and the feedback was from, the, from the, all the crew that came and the veterans and stuff was really positive. Um, so we'll, we'll have another crack at it next year and uh, it'll be bigger and better and, uh, you know, we'll know what to expect. We can invite other people and it'll be wonderful. So um, anything that gives us the opportunity, you know, just to, just to integrate into the community and to give the, um, give the gospel, you know, because this is us, right? So on the Anzac Day, we're being authentic. We're being generous because we're opening up our, our auditorium and, uh, and we're being community. We're getting into the community. So I think those things are really important. So that's what I want to say um, about Anzac Day. Uh, yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And I, and I enjoyed it in the end. I was just freaking out the week before. Can I, can I tell you one really quick story? Oh, time's getting away. Um, but during the week, I'll shorten it. During the week, there was some... Uh, because I, the thing that I put on Facebook, I've said this to a few people, I, we never do this, right? But I boosted it so you can pay a little bit of money and, and make it as an ad, which means that it doesn't just go to all the people that like you. It goes to all the people that may not like you as well. So, you know, some of the comments that came back were like, all <laughs> right, we're out there now, um, and, uh, and a little bit interesting. And one guy engaged with me, and I thought at first he was, he was a little bit upset, and, uh, and he, anyway, we had a conversation on Messenger, and I thought, this is, this is a little bit intense. Anyway, we, we worked it out, and, uh, and then at the end of it, he said, oh, that's great, I'll see you on Sunday. And I went, <laughs> okay, um, I didn't expect that. Anyway, he came on Sunday, he bought his wife, and he bought his kid um, and afterwards said you know it was such a great service and he so enjoyed it and whatever and I thought that's what it's about just you know making contact with people who might never otherwise come you know it was, and it was really um, encouraging for me um, so what are the other we want to we want to ha- make sure that we have opportunity where we can um, where we can invite people to different things you know and I think for me it's like People know that you go to church and they might not necessarily just come with you because it's a Sunday or whatever. I mean, they might, but they, but they may not. But having an excuse to actually invite someone, oh, we're actually doing this thing that's quite different. Anzac Day is one of those. And you might think, well, what's the next thing I can invite people to? Well, next week is Mother's Day, right? So for all the mums, um, this is where you say, all I want for Mother's Day is for you to come to church with me. That's all I want. <laughs> Give them the sob story. And, uh, and get them along to church. Um, but for other people as well, you know, we can, we can invite people or whatever. We're going to have a special Mother's Day. For any mums, we're going to make them feel really special on Mother's Day. Um, the two weeks after that, Yvette is going to bring a series on resilience, two-part series. I've called it a super series. I think it's going to be super. Um, and um, if, for those that haven't heard of it speak before, out of the wealth of knowledge that she has on these types of topics, you're in for an absolute treat. I've already mentioned it to people that I know and said, this 
is really good. If you want to come to something, um, speaking about resilience, this would be really good. So think about who you might even be able to invite um, for, for that. We've got the conference coming up, which I won't go into, but that's on the 19th and the 20th that we, we can head across to. We've got the movie night coming up. So this is on the 27th. I've got a flyer somewhere. Um, but we don't have the flyers just ready to give out, but they will be by next week. This is called uh, Family Camp, and it's, it's by the skit guys. You know, we watch a lot of their skits, and they're absolutely fantastic and funny. It won some award or something or other, so um, that's what they say anyway. Um, and um, it's a funny, family, good fun movie, so kids can come and stuff like that. Um, so we're going to have a family night and a sausage sizzle, and if you want to participate in that, you need to you need to sign up. There's sign-ups on the, on the thing. But if you're looking for something to invite people to, that's another one. And then, of course, we've got camp coming up, uh, which there's some information out, and we'll give you some more information. That's happening in September. Is that right? August. So soon. Um, and uh, we're going to have a great time. So there's lots of opportunities if we really think about them where we can connect with people and bring them out. Um, I'm down to second last. Um, small groups are, um, have been fantastic. And if you weren't in a small group, um, I really want to encourage you to think about joining a small group. So they're coming to an end um, at the end of this month. In fact, the 31st and 1st um, of next month, they're coming to an end. Then we've got a short break and then they start again on the 6th of July. Now, they're going to get mixed up a bit because you might think, oh, these people, they've been going to a group. I don't know if I want to jump into their group. I might be the odd one out or whatever. There's going to be some mixing up. Um, so there's going to be some groups that won't, the same leaders won't be the same. There'll be some that are and different things like that. So um, I just want to encourage you to just keep that in your mind. 6th of July, a bit of time to get prepped for it we're going to start another course um, a small group it's just so good to get together during the week and uh, and actually that's where you really can connect with people and really makes a difference um, now if you're thinking um, gee that's really nice that all those leaders are going to host maybe God's speaking to you about being a leader of a small group as well if you're thinking along that way I want you to just pray about it and then talk to Pastor Hardy if you are thinking along those lines I'll make you a couple of promises one the next course that we do will be reasonably short, so it won't be very long. So you're not committing to become a small group leader forever. Um, it, it might We haven't settled on the course yet, but it might have four or six sessions, something like that. Um, so you're not going to go, oh, I've signed up for something and it's killing me now. Okay, So you, you could do that. Secondly, we'll give you some training. And thirdly, it will be easy. Okay, And the format that we've been using lately is, is just like a video. We have a coffee, have a chat about it. It's not difficult. You don't need to spend the night before prepping and stuff like that. So, um, so it'll be easy. You'll get training and it won't be very long. So if you're thinking that maybe God's putting that on your heart, to think, yeah, we could we could host a small group to have a few people. I my dream is that we have loads and loads of small groups, and that the leaders can be leaders for one time, and then maybe they sit out for the next one, but then they do the next one. Our groups swap around so that people meet each other, and new people come into the church and just like get connected to people. Yeah, so that's what we want to see. So um, Pastor Hardy is in charge of our small groups. So um, so see him if you're thinking along those lines. Last one, our next prayer meeting is this week. Okay, so this is so for prayer we have uh, prayer on Tuesday mornings. Is that right? Yeah. Tuesday mornings uh, here um, at 9.30. We also have um, prayer pre-service on a Sunday, which we're going to talk a little bit about in the next few weeks as well, um, but I won't go into that. But also just once a month we pray together uh, corporately, and that, that's here. Um, 
Wednesday the 10th of May, that's this Wednesday at 7 o'clock. Can I encourage as many people to come out as possible? Once again, we promise that we won't scare you and we promise that you won't have to pray in front of everybody, although it would be great if you do. Um, and, uh, and we just want to get together and pray. You know, we talk about we want to see the... the, the um, the church like, you know, in the book of Acts, that's the church that we want to have and stuff. In Acts 2.42 it says, what did they do? They gave themselves to the apostles' teaching, so teaching of the word, we've done that this morning. Fellowship, we're going to do that this morning. Breaking of bread, we had communion today. Uh, and prayer, prayer is that last thing. And uh, so we want to pray together. So um, if you can, come out one hour only. Eight o'clock you can go home. If people keep praying after that, you know, you, hey, been great, guys. See you later. You can go home if you need to get home um, and, uh, and and do stuff. So that would be great. All right. We okay? That's the 10 things. Woo! Got there. Thanks so much for listening to our podcast. We encourage you to allow this message and the Word of God to sink in and make a difference in your everyday life. If you want to know more about our church, check us out online at northsidechurch.com.au.